Hello, dear listener, and welcome to the Elixir Podcast. My name is Jackie, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. The intention of this podcast, as it organically unfolds, is to cultivate an experience through the alchemy of storytelling, an opportunity to align with our own rhythm and muse, a listening ritual to inspire and re-inspire, catching glimpses of ourselves in each other. Let's begin our time together by taking three collective breaths. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. episode, I'm talking with Liana Belenich, owner of the Prana Salt Cave in Wilmington, North Carolina, about courage. Since interviewing her, I visited her salt cave, and let me just say, it was an incredibly relaxing and rejuvenating experience. I highly recommend it. One of the first conversations that I had with you was on the rooftop at the Soul Sister sleepover two years ago. Yes. And I think it was freezing. It was, was it, freezing. It wasn't raining. No. It was raining earlier that day, but it was just cold. So cold. And we all sat up there and had great conversations with each other. Yeah. And I remember at that time, the Prana Salt Cave was something that existed in your heart and your mind and your intention. And you were looking for a place. And I remember like thinking how amazing it is now to look and see, like, oh my gosh, because of your steadfast intention... It opened, you know, and um, I would love to kind of hear your story about how you even thought of opening a salt cave and, and um, what your experience of that was and like how you kept going and how you kept that vision alive. Because sometimes I feel like myself included, when something doesn't happen right away, I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't meant to be. And for you, you were like, no here's, this is going to happen, we're just looking for a space, you know? Yeah. So, what's your story behind all of that? Well, first off, yes, finding that difference between, do I keep going, or maybe it's not supposed to happen. There are many times I thought that, I'm like, okay, well, they sometimes they say in manifesting that it's a sign you shouldn't do it, like you just said. So there were a few times I'm like, maybe I need to give up. But there was always that little, like, something in my mind that said, no, I think this is just what you have to go through to get there. So there was a part of me that just was like, you don't give up, don't give up. I don't know why, uh, because I've given up on a lot of other things. <laughs> I mean, how many businesses that I've had, um, I am, have been mostly in the service industry, a waitress my yeah. whole life, but I did go to school for business, but like didn't really do much with it. I did mm -hmm. do sales. I did life insurance. I did um uh coupon books i did radio commercials but even before that and I, I think it all plays into what you're asking me because i dabbled in a lot of different things and i mean yeah. i did mary Kay, and so i you know i had to go and sell myself to all my family and friends that way and then it failed and then <laughs> i did prepaid legal 
and it failed. And I did Beachbody <laughs> and it failed. But all of those things, the coupon books, the life insurance, yeah. and all of those MLM companies, which do work for people, but mm-hmm. they just weren't working for me. So that's like what I mean is sometimes like I did end up realizing those things were not for me. Yeah. But in this case, I just had this strong urge that this is what I had to do. Yeah. So I, um, so anyway, all those things. So even after all of those kind of not necessarily failures because it wasn't like, you know, somebody said you're fired. I just chose not to do them because they weren't working for me. But Mm -hmm. um, I learned how to, one, promote myself and talk to people and build confidence and courage. That's the word of the day. Because before, I remember being in middle school and even in high school when it was time to call for the pizza. My mom said, fine, we can have pizza tonight. And we, there was four of us. We would fight over who would have to call because we didn't want to call because we were afraid to be on the phone. I have phone anxiety too sometimes. <laughs> I still do yes, sometimes. Yes, which is funny. We're on a podcast. It's kind of like a phone call everyone hears. Yeah, right? Like, oh my gosh, what are we saying? What are they going to think of us? Um, but it's gotten better because of the t- wow. because of putting myself out there so many times that I was able to just say whatever I'm yeah. gonna keep going and it's okay to keep going um but the but yeah so. how did you so the idea of a salt cave had you visited a salt cave or you read about them or so um so after now I went to yoga school because yeah. I was like well I want I want to do something more meaningful with my life right. after being lost not knowing what to do um and um you know, late nights, uh, a lot of those. So I wanted a different lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, so I, I did the yoga teacher training, and then I have my business degree at UNCW. So I always knew I wanted to do something more, just didn't have any clue. And yeah. we would always throw out ideas, Greg and I, my fiance, and then even friends like, oh, well, maybe we should open this. Maybe we should do that. Yeah. And one day I was scrolling on Facebook, and I kept seeing um, – what I saw was a salt cave and I looked it up and I was like wait a minute it's in Asheville I was thinking like it was somewhere exotic and I was like this is in Asheville wait if they can have one then we should have one so um, I used my skills of from business school and built a business plan and started to talk about it to people and everybody kept saying yeah that's a great idea Yeah. yeah that's a great idea and so then my first investor happened when I wasn't even finished yet with this this plan, I had already picked a name though at that at this point, and I signed an LLC, yeah, um, uh, and did all the businessy getting. I don't even want to know what it's called right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I had my name um, and my EIN number and all that, and my first investor came as I was finishing the business plan because it was a, a friend of a friend. Um, so that, that gave me the steam. Yeah. So wow. I think if that might not have happened then, then maybe it would have taken a lot, even longer than, than it did. But sure. that gave me the boost of confidence. Like, oh my gosh, she believes in me. Well, then I think I can do this. Yeah. So then I just began to, um, ask and ask and try to get loans mm-hmm. and, uh, I couldn't get any loans because I don't own a home yeah. and I only make what I make as a server. Um, so then I just 
I was like, well, whatever, I'll just keep asking people like I did with life insurance, like I did with prepaid legal, and I'll just show everybody. But now I'm so even more passionate with this that it's got to, something's got to happen. So then I created some events, um, which I like to do. So I was able to do fundraising that way um, and just kept pushing through every obstacle that came my way, which was financing, finding a place. Um, just, you know, your own feelings of like, I don't know, what am I, am I crazy? I can't do this. <laughs> so there was a lot of that, but, um, there's just that little part of you that keeps pushing through. Yeah. Wow. I know. I remember you did workshop, a workshop or two at Soul, and it was like, Liana of Prana Salt Cave. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought like that to me is so powerful because you're, it's believing in yourself. And sometimes that takes courage to keep that going but then seeing other people and and you know just trusting that it's going to work it's like oh people actually like this people want this and then when you finally found the space um you probably had a lot to do in that space to turn it into a salt cave was there a lot of um did you have to learn how to do that yourself or were there people that built that for you uh so um finally found the space because uh, a few people turned me down. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, somebody else built, like, the, the, I had to hire a contractor, mm-hmm. and, they, and they built the walls and everything. And then, you know, everybody always told me, you know, it's going to cost more than you think. It's going to cost more than you think. So I was starting to get up there on the bills, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But honestly, I, at that point, even before that, I knew that something in me was like somebody – Wait a minute. So half of what happened along this manifesting is one, acting as if you already have it, mm-hmm. and two, trusting that the right things are going to fall into place. Sure. So a lot of times, like, I don't know, my crazy mind was like, well, somebody's going to give me money. If somebody's going to help me build this. Somebody's going to do this. And I just kept literally trusting. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I hired a contractor, but I also had this idea that I was going to do the salt. And somebody's gonna help me because I don't know what I'm doing. And um, and I have friends and family yeah. that are so amazing <laughs> that when I called them in and I was like, I don't know what to do the next step. Anytime I just didn't know what to do, I had I just called a friend. My mom and dad came. My dad knows how to build a lot of things, so he gave me suggestions. And even Greg's dad was down for a little bit and put, pointed a few things out. And then my friends. Uh, just were like, all right, we're going to, we're going to do this. It's okay. Cause like I was about to fall apart. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) Uh, so they came and then we, we put all the salt up ourselves and decorated the space and, um, you know, pointed out things that maybe I hadn't seen um, before that. So, uh, thank you guys. Love you all. (laughs) And I think too, it's like not being afraid to ask for help, you Mm -hmm. know, and then knowing that, if you ask, you know, so many things can happen. Um, it's just taking that step to do that. Yeah, it's wow. hard to ask for help. Yeah, because you is. feel like kind of dumb too. Like, oh, I should know this, but yeah, you can't know everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. So, for those who um, don't know, like about salt caves, can you tell us the benefit of being in one? I have yet to come, but I'm going to soon. Yes. <laughs> and like, what do you do when you're in there? Okay, so you come in and you can wear regular clothes or com- more comfortable clothes is the best just so that you can be really cozy. 
Uh, you take off your shoes. You can wear socks or you can go barefoot. And then you walk into our room that has 5.5 tons of salt between the walls and the floor. And then we have these, yeah, wow. Oh Everyone's like, whoa. <laughs> Uh, so then there's gravity-free chairs in there, or you could lay on the floor with blankets, pillows, and bolsters, like do restorative yoga if you want to, and just sit back and you relax. So those are the regular sessions. So yeah. it's a 45-minute session where you just sit, you close your eyes, you can meditate, you can fall asleep, or just relax. And you know, so for the people with busy minds, they can look around at the pretty artwork that we have in there. <laughs> <laughs> or I try to teach people, if I, if I see they look nervous, I'm like, here, let's learn some breath work, and I'll teach them the Durga three-part breath Ooh. and tell them, you know, just say it in your mind. Um, and so that way you can calm the mind because what's happening in the room is, one, you're getting the salt benefits. The, the Himalayan salt is antibacterial and antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. So by putting your hands and feet in it, it's safe. Um, and to not catch somebody else's germs. Sure. And then it's also anti-inflammatory. So some people, that's why they like to sit right in it and put their hands and feet in it to help with maybe the arthritis. Yeah. And then what's happening throughout the air is there's a machine called a halo generator. And that takes medical grade salt, grinds it up into micro-sized particles, and it creates um, a mist in the room so uh, of dry salt. So uh, the salt's floating through the room while you're laying there, so you might feel it tickle in your nose or in your throat. And what it's doing is opening everything up. So it's because it's Mm anti-inflammatory, so it's creating more space. Uh, It also, because it's antibacterial and antimicrobial, cleansing everything out. And also when salt is dry like that, it can absorb moisture. So if somebody has mucus, so for example, somebody with COPD or bronchitis, it can draw some of that mucus out. And so you're detoxing the body, boosting your immune system. Salt can help to balance the pH of your skin. And then you're getting the 45 minutes of no phone, no TV, no talking, just resting, sleeping, or meditating. Uh, So you're getting that quiet time for your mind. So when you come out, you feel very uh, relaxed, refreshed, um, and um, just kind of floating out. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have to sign up ahead of time or there's like drop-ins or how do you do that? So um, I have had a lot of people just drop in and that's okay if there's a spot. Mm -hmm. I just can't guarantee that that is. So I prefer if people would uh, make an appointment. And even if it's that day, you know, you can, you can call or you can book online. Uh, so you can just say, Hey, do you have a spot at two o'clock today? And if I do, I'll give it to you. And if not, I'll suggest another time or another day for you. Cool. Thanks for sharing all that. Um, and so regarding salt caves, I was just thinking, are these, is this something that's new? Is this something that's been around? Does it exist in nature? So, um, there was a doctor in Poland that was um, realizing that all of the salt miners were very healthy. And we always think of mining like coal mining and everybody's extremely unhealthy. Uh, So he was like, why are, you know, why are they so healthy? I mean, we know, we, we've always used salt in history, you know, Mm -hmm. salt water is healing, salt air can be healing, but he specifically was like, well, let's do some research. research." So he built a hospital inside of the cave and did research that way. Yeah. So now you can actually still visit. I don't think they're like doing the hospital work in there, but now you can tour the the mine and they even do yoga classes in there and stuff. So um, it's really neat. And and the salts 
Therapy Association actually went there this past May. I didn't get to go because I was building my cave, but maybe yeah. next year. <laughs> next year. Um, and then there are places like in Germany and Austria that have um, salt caves that you can just go and sit in and breathe in. Um, but now, uh, you know, there are faci- other facilities like mine uh, across mm-hmm. the United States. Um, they can be called rooms, spas, caves. Yeah, uh, just I like caves. Yeah, I like the yeah. cave too. <laughs> <laughs> I call mine the spa creative cave because okay. it has a lot of artwork in it and it's a little mm. bit more spa-like than just cave-like. So, mm. um, yeah, it just depends on what people decided to build. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. So along this path, who have been some, and not just with opening a business, but even, you know, from prior to that when you were going through um college who have been some influential people um that have been pivotal in your life um so who's coming to mind first uh gabrielle bernstein yes she was one of my first uh (laughs) books i read she did the course in miracles but so it's like there's that big course in miracles that's a year long. I don't know, I forget who wrote that, but um, Marianne Williamson. Yeah. So, but so I, I'm not very good at doing things consistently. So when I saw that Gabrielle Bernstein had this thing for I think, 42 days, 32 or 42 days, it was a book that I that I bought, and it was you know a mixture of motivation, manifesting. Um, thinking about things with a different perspective mm-hmm. like you know if we're, if we're always if we hate money then how can we attract you know then you're mm-hmm. not going to attract money so they would go through relationships you would go through money and you would just you know do a meditation every day and so that started to change my life and then listening to her podcasts and books mm-hmm. um, uh, so that was one of the first ones um, and then this town has a lot of people that that like are so inspiring a lot of creatives uh and seeing that you and alexis have had Sara soul like that was awesome and then jenny's you know doing um her work with white rabbit trips yeah uh so those are you guys are more recently in my in my visions um uh what about like as a kid um as a kid, um, my dad always worked really hard, and he he uh, was very persistent in moving his way up. Uh, so he, I remember, he got his um, which degree? We were young, me and my older sister, when he finished his oh, I don't know, masters or bachelors. But anyway, he started it as X-ray tech. And he went into radiology, and then um, now he's a medical physicist. So, uh, wow. so he, <laughs> so he's pretty smart and uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and you know, that was neat to see. Um, so I always had this, you know, wanting urge to have a good life and to be able to provide for yeah. myself and for my family, and um, so. Yeah. He was a good example of that. Yeah. Besides mm-hmm. that um, book by Gabby Bernstein, which do you know the name of it? Is it called Miracles Happen? No. Um, May Cause Miracles. May Cause yeah, Miracles? I think so. Something like that. Do you have any other books that you'd recommend or um, even albums or music or experiences that um, 
for those who maybe want to start their own business or want to work in this manifesting way, like things that have been inspiring to you? Uh, the Secret is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the And a book. I read the book, too. So I did that. Um, uh, Big Magic. Yes. Yeah, you read that? I have. Yeah. Who is that again? Um, Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what did you like about that book? So I had a, I have another guest interview where we talked about that book, too. Um, I think a lot of people resonate with that book. What did you like about it? Um, well, the one part always reminded me where she said, if you don't take action yes. and do that, then somebody else is. And she talked about how somebody wrote the same exact book that she was going to write or something like that. Yes, same. <laughs> that like concept yeah. was the book for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool because I was like, okay, and you know, and and just just motivating, like you're meant to do it, and like kind of feeling. Um, it's also like and go, like take action yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, a question that I ask um, all the guests is, what is your favorite sound? Favorite sound? Ooh, two <laughs> pop up right away. What is that? Either the sound of Ohm. Because that's always fun, especially yes. when you get other people to do it with you. So uh, be, doing that in my cave is really fun. Oh. Um, but um, I also love the sound of rain on like a tin roof. It's yeah. Cool. On a warm summer's night. Oh, yes. I don't even have a tin roof. But anyway, you know what I mean. The sound of rain. Yeah. Tin roof just accentuates that. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it sound better. <laughs> The next question is, if you were a plant, what plant would you be? Oh, I did. See, I do remember this, and I remember thinking about it. And my favorite plant is um, Bird of Paradise. So uh, I just think it's so pretty. And I don't even have one. but um, And I just think of the name. It's just cool, too. It just makes, like, like Bird of Paradise makes me sit taller or stand taller. Because then I also think of the yoga pose. Um, So it's just so colorful, it stands tall, and it's pretty strong, too. So the last question is, what do you know for sure? When I hear you say that, I want to sing some kind of song, but I don't even know. (laughs) Um, What do I know for sure? Um, That my name is Liana. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Uh, that if you really listen to your intuition and your higher self, that is the truth for you. I don't know. Yeah. Does that sound good? I love that. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's a ch- tough question. And, it is a tough one. And before you ask me what I know for sure... <laughs> today what do you know for sure today Today, and that's the thing it's like from our experience at this moment what do you know for sure you know it makes it a little less um final in a way you know yeah how can listeners um connect to you whether they're in wilmington or maybe they're listening far away um they can find me at www.pranasaltcave.com and on Instagram and Facebook, also Prana Salt Cave. Um, and uh, my personal Instagram is Liana 
B as in boy yoga. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to check out the notes for each show to stay connected with guests, for journaling prompts to dive deeper, and any links to resources and offerings. Until next time. <laughs>